Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. The Game Boy, the Xbox, the PlayStation 4. Gotta press pause cause your mom's at my door. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. We game all month, give out points and sorts. Better look out, it's another Switch port. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Beat of the Month podcast. My name is Brian. Tonight we are just doing a a quick, you know, we had our big year-end celebration. We're going to do just a quick uh, recap, put a bookend on 2023. We're going to go through our top five games that we all played. And then all the consoles had those year-end review stats. Uh, We're going to do an overview of those. Um, And tonight in doing all those activities, I have Bash. What up? Spiral. Happy New Year, everybody. Melbro. Yo, yo. And Muff. Hey, uh. All right. So we will. Go- <laughs> I don't know, was there more that was going to happen there? Somebody's panties. Who's that? Is what I'm, I don't know what I'm looking at here. Who is it? Them's my Crocs. I left them. Was that a was that a strip club? You left barefoot. Is that what happened? Them's them's uh beat of the month Crocs, blue like your balls. It's called branding. All right, I have no idea what's happening. This episode's already going off the rails, but should be a quick one. This we're gonna kind of sneak this one in. Um, I think I'm be quick. between the uh, the regular episodes here, but um, if I didn't say it's still gonna be considered episode one sixteen. So let's get into it. We're gonna start with our fives, our top five. Um, games with number five. Muff, what what is your number five game of 2023 that you played? Uh, thought this was a free-for-all. Did not know I was going to be questioned. I literally went over the plan Muff five o- minutes ago. In his defense, Muff only had like a four-hour window to do this. So, Yeah, it's working all fucking day. <laughs> Someone's got to be man carrying this motherfucking podcast. <laughs> um, what I play? Midnight. You want me to come back to you? Number five. Play? Number five was Punisher for the original Xbox. Oh, all right, nice. Did you beat that, or how how much you played that? I beat it. Uh, I played Punisher for about an hour. <laughs> were, were you punishing the your game. crotch? Is that what you're talking about here? <laughs> punishing it. Yeah. Every day. All right. We'll keep this quick. We'll move along. My number five, um, I had to go with Death's Door. Do you um, want to know my number four? Not no. yet. Not yet. We're doing we're doing the fives. <laughs> so my number five, Death's Door, Melbro Hype Train. Hype Train don't miss. It was a you know, if you like uh old school Zelda games where it's got kind of that adventure isometric view, um, you know, kind of similar to the to the the top down Zelda games, uh, Death's Door was very good. So I and I know that didn't come out in 2023, but uh, yeah, one of the highlights of 2023 for me. Bash, do you want to give your number five? Okay, just a first honorable mention. Like a God of War would have been on here if I finished it, but that's getting knocked off the list until I complete it. So putting over that, I'm going to put uh, Brotato. I keep bringing that up just because it's funny to keep bringing up, but I do like that game. It's like more addictive than you would think when you first turn it on, but it was a fun ride. 
think I got I about enjoy. like 15 hours in it too. It was pretty cool. But I like hearing you say bro, bro Tato. If it's anything like Bro Force, it's got to be a good game. Oh, hell yeah. All right, Spiral, you want to give you number five? Why is the word bro all of a sudden a big thing? Have you guys noticed that? It's not what a It's been. Like, yeah. bro. It's like, been a big thing, no? Has it been? Yeah. I think it's like a 90s thing coming back, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I think I have noticed that. It just has entered, like, my vocabulary for some reason, because I keep on hearing people calling each other bro all the fucking time. I just Probably feel like the last... 10 years or so it came on real strong for online gamers it's crazy because my son calls me bro yeah <laughs> I, I thought take it was... your belt off and show him what's up <laughs> doesn't even call me dad bruh. anymore like bro b b r u h bro yeah yes bruh. yes that's what or or even b-r-a like bra bra like bro i feel like days. i feel like bro was like there for a bit but then bro was like the big thing Right, bro, dude, bro, dude, bro. Yeah, who came up yeah. with that name? Probably Ross. Moose. Goose. <laughs> Goose. Goose ruined rock band. He ruined the English language. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my no- what you got? My number five actually the same as yours, Brian. Death Door Ooh. is my number five as well. Um, uh, hype train game like you mentioned brian and uh i didn't have high expectations for this game um but it was really pushed so i gave it a shot and i really enjoyed it too i thought it was a really fun game the graphics the feel the style the music the characters um the gameplay the bosses like everything was cool about this game so i really enjoyed it and um none of the games i'm gonna mention came out in 2023 by the way so my games are not gonna be new games but uh, my number five is dust door for sure all right, Melbro, you want to round out number five? Yeah, this number five is actually the toughest one for me. Um, because for me, it was between. Oh, Here we shit. go, crunching. <laughs> Classic. What kind of chips you got over there, man? I ain't got no dang old chip. That's a condom wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> Expired in like 1997 or something. Hey, man. I, I still remember this time, this dude. Uh, called me up because we didn't have text much. He called me up like, "Hey, can I come by and pick up some condoms?" And I said, "Yeah." He actually showed up, so I had to dig him out the couch cushions. Was that me? That was you. Oh shit! I, I, yeah, because you brought her in my apartment. I won't say her name. I that was just fucking magical moment in my life. You gave Spiral some old expired couch uh, condoms. I didn't say they were expired. Probably I opened up some kids out there. No, I, I showed them how to avoid that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see Muff sex education class with Spiral when they're when they're in like their early twenties. <laughs> Would love to have been there for that. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, I was saying my number five was a tough choice. It was between Ghost of Tsushima and Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'll give the edge here to Final Fantasy VII Remake for my number five just because i was so um unaware of the whole final fantasy series you guys know i didn't play the series much um prior to this year so i finally dived into final fantasy 7 remake and it's an incredible game um they take you on a journey and i'm you know only as you know final fantasy 7 remake is only like a third of the story so i'm really curious to see where they go from here but the gameplay and how they 
allow you to, um, you know, kind of stop and use turn-based combat along with action combat was really unique, and I enjoyed it. Hell yeah. So Ghost of Tsushima does not make the cut, huh? Yeah, I guess not. Damn. I, I, I played some, play some hot shit this year, man. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go get some gas station sushi? I would never. You got some hot shit? Let's move into our number fours. Um, I'll throw out a quick honorable mention at this point. Mario Kart 8 DLC. Didn't seem like it should make the list because it's just DLC, but man, for the last time in 2023, I got to let you guys know you're sleeping on that and you're making a huge <laughs> mistake. If you Bash, you, you like Yoshi's Island, right? The, the Super Nintendo game? Uh, it's okay. You, <laughs> that's that's no. good enough. You, you got to download... <laughs> The Yoshi's Island track in the Mario Kart 8 DLC and play that. Like, it legit gave me goosebumps. Like, that was up there with best single player moment was at Yoshi's Island. But anyway, I digress. Number four, um, another Melbro's hype train game, but I don't think was hyped as much, but Tunic. Uh, Tunic was my number four. Very similar similar to Death's Door, but uh, it had, like, another, like, whole element of puzzles that um, I think came a bit too late in the game for me to enjoy um so i I have not done all the puzzles i won't go back to it but it was a lot of fun like discovering the puzzles was a lot of fun and you know if i had unlimited time i would probably stick with it a bit longer but i I think my time is done with that game but i did thoroughly enjoy it you skipped muff oh shit he knows what he's doing muff number number four please dark side detective that's a good game Point and click, uh, comedy duo, cop buddy. You know, you like cop buddy movies, like yeah. Turner and Hooch, K Nine. Yeah, yeah. Twenty One Jump Street, really, pretty funny. You like Ice Cube? Yeah. What do you like about Ice Cube? I mean, he's funny. I mean, in Twenty One Jump Street, he's funny as hell. I don't listen to a lot of his music, but he's a he's a surprisingly good actor. He's funny. All right. Dark Side Detective, Bash. Do you want to give us your is it number? Dark four? Side Detective, is that right? Yeah, Dark Side Detective. Oh, wow. okay. Have you uh, ever seen Scream? Of course. Yeah. 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 You know uh, David Arquette. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Okay, um, Bash. You want to give your number four? I don't... Okay. Uh... <laughs> kind of surprises is on here like i was saying to you guys earlier i think i'm missing something big but for number four i'm putting vampire survivors Ooh. Ooh. for i think it's on pretty much everything now it's just another like little like i just play it on my phone it's like a just kind of grindy game where you just kind of sit there and dodge stuff until you win but uh it's a really does simple it but surprisingly what good i'm sorry does it drain your uh phone Eh, not Battery. too bad. That's okay. I'll probably get like five hours or something on it when I'm playing that. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I need to be. But yeah, it's like simple but surprisingly addictive after you get on a roll. So that's about all I got on that one. 
I've been real tempted to pick that up. I mean, it's cheap, and everybody yeah, talks yeah. about how great it is. So I, I have been tempted. It's really fun. All right, Spiral, you want to give your number four? Speaking of honorable mentions, <clears throat> I didn't mention these two games, but I did like them a lot. One is Neon White, another uh, Hype Bro special. Uh, that game was really, really fun to me. I know some. I think there was mixed opinions on that game. Maybe it was a little bit too long, but I did enjoy it. Um, and also Dead Space Remake is another honorable mention for me. Um, don't typically play those types of games, but uh, it was fun. It was it was um, sometimes very frustrating, but it was a fun game. My number four is uh, Link's Awakening on the Switch. So we had uh, Zelda Month, I believe, this right? This year? Wow. Yeah, that was earlier this year. And um, it's the first Zelda, like old school Zelda game I've played probably since, I don't know. I don't even know what the last old school Zelda game was. Ocarina of Time, maybe. So, uh, so when you say old school, you're you're not like you would loop in like Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess into that grouping. Is that right? See, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't even because I've never played those games. Oh, okay, the, okay. I'm talking like eight bit, eight bit, sixteen bit, like that old school. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, and this game brought me back to those types of games with. Uh, how how it looks that overhead view the music was very was very good brought back that nostalgia big time and just the gameplay I, you know again it's a game I don't play this type of game very often and just a, a harkening back to that old school type of um, simplistic but fun gameplay it really brought back a lot of memories for me I really enjoyed it and I'm looking forward actually playing some of those games you just mentioned Brian those are on my list to play now just because of this game was so fun so that is my number four Link's Awakening. Nice. Yeah, Link's Awakening has a different feel to it because it was, you know, a Game Boy game originally. So, I mean, it would be a step back graphically. But if you like that, Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons on the Game Boy Color, which is on Nintendo Switch Online, those are great games. But, I mean, it's their Game Boy games. So, I would maybe play them if they were remade. I hope they do. I hope if they get remade, you should 100% play them. I, I hope they do. You, you would think they would just take the same graphical style and just remake those. But yeah, who knows if they're going to actually do that. All right, Melbro, you want to give your number four? Yeah, so this is one that Spiral just mentioned, Neon White. How can we not bring up Neon White? <laughs> <laughs> so we did our deep dive of Neon White earlier this year. If you guys haven't listened to that episode yet, go check it out. Hype Train, Full Effect. Um, but just it, even replaying this game for the second time now, I still have so much fun with it. Um, it's a unique game, gives you a really unique experience. You haven't played many games like this before in your life. You speed run through these levels, um, and it's just a, it's just fun, man. The music gets you going. You try to see how fast you can get through the levels. It's just an all around good experience. The story, you know, can be hit or miss for some people, but the actual gameplay for me is just you know top notch. A lot of fun, very unique experience check it out all right let's head into our number three muff do you want to give your number three game of 2023 final fantasy 16 Ooh. wow y'all want to know nothing about that convince convince me to drop everything else i'm playing and play final fantasy 16 muff no i don't force myself on any man not true I'll force myself on you, Brian. I think Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> I think this is the best opening of any game that I've ever played. Like that first couple of like hours, like just playing through that demo, that was fucking incredible, man. 
It was like, a great it, demo. It was yeah, it was great. It was probably one of the best openings I've played in any video game. I know Brian, you like the Bioshock opening. There's some other good ones out there, but this one was really good in my opinion. It was. It was. All right. Uh, my number three uh, is, is a game that came out in 2023, early in 2023. Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line. Um, just, you know, there's been entries in that series in the past, but this just has a ton of songs to it. I mean, it's got like 300 plus songs in the base game. If you got all the DLC, I mean, it's pushing like 500 songs. I think the rhythm game mechanic is really great. Um, and not only does it have a volume of songs, I mean, it's some of the best music of all time with Final Fantasy music. So it's, and then you layer in um, on top of the already good rhythm game mechanic, but then you've got an, a layer of like RPG elements. I mean, it's it's a great game. Oof, I got to play it. I forget. Did you scoop it on sale, Spiral? I did. Yep, I have it. Yeah, it's great. It, it is great. I, I wish I would have bought it digitally just because it. I think I'd play it a lot more if I had it on my system digitally. I mean, it's an, if it ever gets to be like 20 bucks or less, I may double dip and get it digitally just to have it available. Um, yeah, super fun. It is a lot of fun. Like some good music on there, ton of the stuff. And just like the actual rhythm mechanic of it where you have to like, it's, it's, you can pretty much like hit everything with a single button, but you have to like move the joystick up and down and hit like different curves and stuff. It's really fun. All right, Bash, you want to give your number three? I'm probably going to say number three is Resident Evil 4 Remake, I'm going to say. I didn't right. beat it because I ditched it for Tears of the Kingdom, and then I got to go back to it eventually, but it's just a really well-done remake. They kind of use scenes from the first game, but it isn't just like a graphical overhaul. They really switch things around, like with the Resident Evil 2 Remake. It's uh, really on a roll with the remakes. Just a, It's a lot hard. I probably... I'm really used to the original Resident Evil 4, but this one seems to be like maybe like twice as hard as the original one. So really? actually gives you an excuse to go back to it if you played the original a lot. So when is the last time we played the original Bash? Do you feel like this remake is needed? I bought it. I just haven't I have felt the need to play it yet because I don't know if it's gonna make feel much different than the original one. I think they change it up enough that it actually is worth playing through again. Okay. How far are you into it? Uh, I'm somewhere in the castle right now, so I'm probably maybe about halfway through. Yeah, but yeah, it's a long game. All right, Spiral. What's your number three? <clears throat> My number three is Xenoblade Definitive Edition on Switch. So it's a series I've been intrigued about, intrigued about uh, for a while. I know Moose has played it. Um, I believe Emil played it too. Um, at least yeah. games in the series they played, and uh, I've always wanted. Like I like Switch for like like the RPGs and adventure games. Um, like they have like that uh, old school cartoonish anime kind of feel to it and graphically and things like that. And uh, that's what this game had. And even though it was a remake again, um, it did feel fairly modern. Um, the graphics were a little, little old school, a little, a little behind the times, but that's, I mean, that's a switch for you. Right. But uh, <sighs> overall, I really enjoyed the game. Um, I'm looking forward to playing two and three. I think three just came out this year. I think, maybe or late last year. I'm not sure, but I think it was. I'm going to play last all, year. Maybe it was the last year. I do want to play all three games, and this was a very fun introduction into the series. Yeah, I, I really want to play. I mean, I bought the first one on the Wii like a long ass time ago. Never played it. Never opened it. And then the Switch version was cheap enough to where I decided to pick that one up. And yeah, it's uh, how many hours did you put into it? Probably like a hundred, <sighs> right? No, it wasn't 100. I think it was like right under maybe 80. Yeah. 
80 or 90. Like the world, the world that it creates and builds is really fun. It's really unique. Now I think about, back about it because you're fighting like the world is based on these two big robots that are fighting each other. It was, it's a cool little, um, the lore is really cool. It's, it's a fun backstory and a fun story in general. All right. Melbro, you want to share your number three? I sure goddamn do, Brian. Spider-Man 2. <laughs> number three? Whoa. Yeah, oh, Spider-Man right. 2 is number three. Spider-Man 2 is an incredible game. Beat it this year. Um, picked it up in October. Beat it just uh, earlier this month. It's just a good time, man. Um, I knew going into this game that I would love it, and it didn't uh, fall short of my expectations. Incredible game. Is Spider-Man 2 better than the original Spider-Man? It is. Or- okay. It is. By every every metric, every mechanic, they just outdid themselves I'm in every way. Yeah. Well, that's what a, a sequel's supposed to be. It's a, yeah. well, it better be better than the original because now you know. Like, how do you perfect? How do you build a, upon a masterpiece? They did it. They did it. Shit, wait till you play Tears <laughs> of the Kingdom more. You'll fucking <laughs> shit your pants by how much they did it. All right, I want to see that. Let's move into our top twos. Muff, what's your number two game of 2023? That would be Marvel Midnight Suns. Ooh, there we go. It's a good game. Uh, Spyro filled in for Melbro when he was out one week and uh, did the spiral train. Not your normal spiral train, but still a spiral <laughs> train. And uh, just blindly, I jumped on. He, he, he said... Uh, Muff, you play this? And uh, I said, okay. I'll play that. And uh, next morning, Darkseid sent Link say, hey, this is like 30% off. And so I hit that link and I purchased it uh, 30% off. And so uh, I got the, like, the top line copy where you get all the... Uh, all the downloaded content and shit. It, uh, y'all just gotta play this game. It's so fucking good. And I know, Brian, you don't like comic books or living, so <laughs> this should change all of that for you. And Make uh, it a deep dive, man. You're fucking Clash Royale. I put more time into that than any other deep dive by far. I know what I'm doing. Thank you. But, uh, You're a fucking asshole, a- man. <laughs> Continue, please. Sorry, sorry. That was uncalled for. I drove a long way to see you last weekend. Shit, <laughs> you drove a long way to get your ass fucking Garrett's popcorn, and I was conveniently located nearby, and I came <laughs> to see you. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Why are you calling me, man? I He's came. fucking obsessed. He and wants me Garrett's to himself. Oh, man, bro. Share my with me, man. <laughs> Oh, man, Melvin, Brian. you're too busy doing family stuff all the time. And you couldn't see Stuker. You couldn't see Kurt. I knew you didn't have to time for no muff. I got time for muff, man. I always got time Anybody for muff. I got time oh, for my no muff. Stuker and Kurt pissed right now listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't listening, so they're playing, fine. Playing second fiddle to muff, man. Damn. Nobody puts muff in the corner. <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to get over this dang old cold. And the more I talk, it's just fucking cataracts, you know? All right. Well, I'll alleviate that problem by moving into my number two, um, Super Mario Wonder. Um, you know, great game. Uh, a little too short, I think. I mean, kind of blew through it in a couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, it's 
there's nothing left to do hundred percent in about 20 hours, but it was a very fun 20 hours. Um, Melvin, you got any quick thoughts on that? You know, I feel like it's actually kind of long for me. I've been playing through this game for a while. I do about three levels a night. It seems like there's like 160 levels in this game. So, um, I'm not exclusively playing Mario wonder. So maybe that's why it feels longer than me, but I'm having a blast playing through it. I'm really enjoying it. All right. Bash, you want to give you a number two? Gonna go, uh, it really is the year of remakes. I'm going with a Dead Space remake. It kind of takes everything from the original game and just takes it up at least one notch. It's just a pretty cool experience. Did a whole episode on it. Is that worth me going to play the remake, given that I just played the first game like two years ago? And uh, I just played Dead Space 2 like a few months ago? Yeah, I think so. Yeah? All right. Whenever you have a gap in your schedule there, I'd throw it in there. Yeah, no, if I if I ever see it for cheap on like QVC, you know, I'll uh, I'll scoop it. Yeah, right Spiral, that's the place to get it, QVC. Fuck that place. <laughs> What's Did wrong with QVC? It, though? He that ordered it from QVC for for cheap. And I thought you got it eventually. Oh yeah, I got it. Like two months later I got it. <laughs> oh sure. Yeah, I got you an have Xbox two copies copy. right now? Yep. I got an Xbox copy and a digital copy on my PS5. Damn. I got a feeling the price is going to spike pretty fast, so you can probably find it cheap pretty soon. All right. Spiral, you want to give your number two? So this is going to be controversial, my number two. It's probably a recency bias as well, and it also made me come to a a revelation about gaming in my life. But my number two is Astro's Playroom. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Oh, shit. Um. So I bought this game. I bought the PS5 this year just for Final Fantasy VII Remake. And uh, Astro's Playroom came came bundled in. I played it for like an hour. It's like, yeah, this is okay. I want to play Final Fantasy. So I jumped into that. And then just recently, since it was um, a free-for-all month where we can play games and get double the points, I've been trying to play all these short games. And uh, Astro's Playroom is not a long game. So I played that. And immediately I was like, this game is fucking great. It is so fun. It looks amazing. The mechanics are great. The fact that it shows off the amazing things the PS5 controller can do with this, even small things like the the speaker, like on the controller, which is so neat, um, and all different buttons and the haptics and all that stuff. It really made me marvel as how how many how great that controller is and how good this game is. And I really enjoyed it. I don't play platformers very often. It brought me back to the days of playing the old Mario 64. Um, I really loved it. I love the music too. Like I feel like the music was better than Neon White, to be honest. <laughs> it, no, it, really, it really blew me away. And I really had fun with it. Um it was it wasn't that difficult, but there were some challenging moments. Like the final boss, if you guys remember, is like that T Rex that comes out. You gotta dodge it and attack mm-hmm. it and dodge it. And then there's an epilogue. Ugh. And also what got me good was like the collectibles. Like you have your own little uh, PlayStation Lounge, and you find these hidden like artifacts. Of, that like, was great. Old, yeah, yeah, old systems and accessories, and it fills up your room and puzzle pieces. And you collect coins that you go into a machine, and you can um, like a claw machine that pulls out random things like puzzle pieces and other artifacts. Like that stuff, that stuff I love. Like it reminded me a bit of Animal Crossing when you like went fishing and you went to, into your aquarium and saw all the fish and and things like that. Like, I love that aspect, that mechanic. It was a really great game. 
and it brought me to a revelation, which I'll, t- I'll talk about later. Dark side, if you're listening, uh, Spiral's team Sony now, man. We did it, man. We got him, Dark side. We did it. We did it, baby. <laughs> I was hoping Dark side would be on this one end moose to get the reaction. <laughs> Dude, Spiral, I got to have you over sometime. That Astro's or Astrobot in VR is so fun. I mean, if you like that version, the, the VR one would blow you away. You would, you would love it. I immediately like wikied it, googled it, went to the wiki on the on the developer. Like it's PlayStation Studios, but I forget the actual developers, um, the the company. But they haven't made a game since this. No, like I want to see what else they've done. They're uh, cooking up something, I think. It's got to be a VR, I would think. I mean, it's just got to be. Like it was like a flagship VR title for them for PSVR one. I would think they would have to have something in the works for PSVR two. I would hope. I might have to jump into VR if they do something like that because this game was really it really changed. Did my, you beat it? My, I finished it. Yeah, I finished. Okay, it. Okay, nice. Yeah, super fun game. All right, Melbro, you want to give your number two? Yeah, you ever um fell in love and then took a oh, break Jesus and then Christ. fell in love again even harder? <laughs> you know anything about that? Oh yeah, that's my rela- that's my relationship with FIFA. So I'll play <laughs> FIFA again this year. Oh my god, this, this game is fucking incredible, man. Um, so I, I started FIFA a couple of maybe last year, right? I played it, great game. Played it again this year, and I loved it even fucking more than the first time, man. Uh, I went for the platinum this year, and it opened up a whole new side of this game for me. So much fun. Um, just it, it's just an incredible game from start to finish. Um, so enjoyable, just working up your skills to get better at it. Um, and some of the platinum trophies is just so fun to go back and try and get them. Um, you have to beat the whole game under pretty much without losing, you know, like two, without losing more than like two or three lives. And it really made me just up my level of intensity in the game. Every single encounter mattered. Every boss battle mattered. I learned so much, you know, about the bosses and how to kind of fine tune my skills to just get a little bit better each time so I can beat the boss. Um, I just love this game, man. Uh, I can't can't say enough good things about it. It's great. It's a solid eight out of ten. Okay, that's good. Right? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, it was it was good. It was good. It, it does give me that uh, where where Melvin, where you talk, and we talked about this a bit on the Neon White episode. Neon White, I didn't feel like I necessarily got that much better. I just felt like I memorized stuff. Memorized where Sif- it. Sifu, I felt like I got better, like because I would like. After I beat the game, I went back and fought the first boss again, a boss that I had not played since I, you know, first beat him. And uh, I whipped his ass. Like, it's not like yeah. I memorized his movesets. It's just I whipped his ass because I was like, had all these like new skills. And it wasn't necessarily all skills that I had to unlock. It was things that I could have always have done. Yeah, it was it was definitely a satisfying game. To, it feels uh, like you're actually learning a martial art almost, how like good you get over the you know course of the game. It feels like they're actually training you to just, be better at the game almost, you know, kind of taking you through this journey. And by the end of it, you're a fucking beast. You just feel like a beast when you fight that last boss. Yeah. And I, I don't know if Moose reached out to you, but Moose reached out to me and uh, last night and he's like, Hey, I'm fighting the second boss. And like, he's whipped my ass three times. Like what kind of strategy do I do? And then like, I couldn't remember any specific strategies, but I do remember getting my ass beat by that boss. But yeah. eventually getting so good where i went back and like not even a question i would beat him without dying ass, yeah. yeah just beating his ass yeah, yeah. it's very satisfying you just it's, it's almost just like you just have to train almost and just just work your way up and get good and, and you fuck him up 
That last boss, though, man. <laughs> that, was, that was tough, man. Yeah. Let's get into our number ones, our favorite best games of 2023. Muff, you want to kick things off? So, uh, here's a fun thing. There's different versions of the best. Clash Royale, I've been playing since launch. But it's been very refreshing and fun for me to have left that original clan I had uh, from the get-go and create the own our own for this podcast and you guys actually jumping in and uh, trying and the fact that you're still at least uh, two of you are still playing all time every day almost and you're involved and it's been really refreshing and fun that you guys actually Gave it a shot and uh, jumped in because I know you guys are very off-put by a lot of the games I play because it's just not your thing. But the fact that you guys actually tried it was uh, pretty refreshing. So for that, that's been pretty cool. Uh, I play a hell of a lot of Marvel Snap as well. And that game, these are mobile games. Uh, on your phone, iPad, whatever. Marvel Snap is just a fucking... It, you don't even have to like comic books, but if you just like card games or battle games, it's a great fucking game. Um, but b- because it has the huge library of Marvel characters in it as well, that, that's really fucking cool. I just spend a lot of time on it every, every day. Uh, it just... When you need to just kind of check out for a couple minutes and step away, it's a good go-to. Now, I can't have it on my phone because it do drain the hell out of a phone battery. Marvel what do you Snap. play it? On my you iPad. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, so when I get home from work, I'll play on that. So for both of those, that's good reasons to where it could be the best. I suppose kind of honorable mention since you bitches did it. Uh, this is recent, as of like this week. Uh, I've been playing the Oculus, the uh, whatever it's called, VR thing, and uh, Beat Saber. It's a rhythm game. That shit is fun. Yeah, Beat Saber is good. I, I I put the headset on and just from like figuring out how the game put how the gameplay goes, I, it just. 20 minutes gone, just like that high score record. It, it was so fun, and you're moving. You're, like, moving quite a bit, working up a sweat, so it's good to work out, too, if you guys are into that shit. Um, that was surprisingly fun. I don't know how it works, because this is sealed, so there's got to have tiny cameras or something that can kind of see around you in the room, because you create, like, a border and shit, so you don't, like, tonight, I just about... Fell off uh, the couch and the gate and into the cat pan. 
Because I was playing on top of the couch and playing Beat Saber. No, motherfucker, I was, <laughs> I, I was on the floor. Um, but I was playing the, uh, I don't know, it's maybe NFL Pro era. I don't know. But you're the quarterback, and so I was uh, quarterback for the Bears. And your your view is as the quarterback, and you're seeing your players. You look down, and you have to call the play in the huddle. You're reading the defense. You're throwing. You have to learn when to throw, like when to release the ball, angle, all that, what you're reading. And that shit was really fucking fun. And uh, motherfuckers be chasing me. Balls be flying everywhere. And I about fell over. Uh, but that's a, it was just a f- really fucking genius experience. Um, obviously, it's nothing like fucking really playing to where you're getting the shit kicked out of you. But it's still pretty fun. So I, I was really impressed uh, playing that tonight. Uh, and then the other Oculus game, I played uh, Demio. Demio? I don't know if you... It's basically like a Dungeons & Dragons role-playing type game. But you bring the board like right there as if it's in your lap. You're sitting at the table. And you can move the board to where you can see things better. Uh, you roll the dice. Play your cards. Get the treasures. Fight them. It was really fucking cool. So, if you guys haven't put much into VR, the Oculus is a good place to start. I don't know much about uh, the PS VR, um, but it's pretty fucking revolutionary what they're doing, and I hope they keep it up because I didn't get motion sickness in any of the games except for football. When I thought, "Hey, I should probably try to run away from this guy," nah, nah. <laughs> Just let him get you, because that's when shit went crazy. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what. Is it first person? Like when you're running away yeah. from people? Yeah, that will do it's, it. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, it's a fun experience. Very very fun experience. And the uh, the Demio game. I mean, if you like role playing games, it's what it is a role playing game. I never played Dungeons and Dragons like where you sit at the table and that i played a marvel version there's like basically double dungeons and dragons but you're marvel superhero characters Um, the hero clicks or something like that i don't know i was in high school i just moved to the town and the guys that were playing it so that's where i played it and it was a pretty fun experience um so i get why people like dungeons and dragons so much is this the first time you trying vr games games like have you just used vr for um pleasuring other myself pur- other purposes at this point <laughs> brown was trying to find a nice way to say it <laughs> like seriously is it like is this the first time you've used the vr for for gaming no so the first time i did vr was at moose and Mule's parents house in the basement mitch came over yeah and he yeah. he brought his uh this thing that he got with his new phone and i put it on tried it it was cool and then all of a sudden I'm in water and I started to like panic because I was underwater. And at that moment, I was just like, I really need to get a VR headset for fucking around powder room shit, you know? <laughs> and uh, man, did that change the game. <laughs> so. Uh, so, yeah, I, I got a lot of experience with VR. On the um, Oculus Muff, do you download the game directly to the actual oculus like console no i didn't 
No idea. You do. My, yeah, you download it directly to the my, my it's my son okay. bought it. He downloads it. Uh he bought it for all of us to play and it's been fun. He bought it for all of you to play. Does yeah. he know what you do with other VR devices? He <laughs> listens. Okay. He's, he's a fan okay. of the show. He's okay with uh with his VR device being used in your hands. I am 45 years old. I will walk around the house, headset and all, whatever I want. <laughs> Just whittling wood, right, Melbro? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> all right. I'm going to get into my number one. Tears of the Kingdom, of course. Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, they took Breath of the Wild. They expanded on it in just about every way possible that you could think of. It is an incredible game. A bit of the magic is lost um, because you're in the same place. So, I mean, that takes a little bit of it away, but it's still uh, just an excellent game. And it just never gets old. Like, I can just sit down and play it for, like, you know, three-hour sessions and... I just keep wanting to do one little thing. I mean, you just, it's like I have a running checklist of like, you know, five things I want to do in the next like 20 minutes. Like I want to visit this mountain and then I want to go to this place and then I want to kill this boss. And it's just, uh, still talking about VR. No, no, not man. God, if this game was in VR, I'd fucking quit my job, leave my family and just (laughs) live in a hut somewhere with electricity and, and Zelda and VR. It'd be incredible, but uh, yeah, it's uh, Tears of the Kingdom. It's it's great. It's great. Um, Bash, you want to give your number one game of 2023? Yeah, it's also Tears of the Kingdom. Just like Jeez. just a little shit. Like if you're like on your way to go do something, like get into a dungeon, and you see like off to your left, there's a little something over there. Then when you get there, you look off into the distance. There's another thing off in the distance. Next thing you're know, like three hours later, you'd be like five miles in the opposite direction from where you wanted to go just because there's so much shit to do like just pulls you in all right how long will it take for a completion list of that game oh god i mean it depends on what you want to consider like like a true completionist it would probably take you 500 plus hours because like for what i want to do um it's going to take me at least 300 hours and i'm not going to have every korok seed like i'm probably going to have like a, around two thirds of the Korok seeds would be my guess when I'm all said and done. So if you wanted to get completionist, you'd have to go to a map and then map it out to get all that. And not only that, if you want to upgrade all your armor sets all the way, you're doing at least a hundred hours of solid grinding for parts. Like it would just be in like, those are probably things that people would, would consider true completionist. So like how long to beat when it says like 200 some hours, no fucking way is that completionist. No way right. you're looking at 500 plus hours. Easy. You don't have any interest in doing that though. I'm guessing. Right? I, I do not know. I've already made my piece with, I am not going to upgrade all. I'd like to find all the armor sets and I'd like to upgrade them all twice because then you get a special ability, but otherwise upgrading them the third and the fourth time just gives you added damage protection. It doesn't actually unlock any more functionality. And then all the Korok seeds, I ain't doing that. I'm doing, I'm searching on my own as much as I can, but I'm not going to afterwards go and try and like look at IGN's map and find everything. And then um, there's pictures too. You can take pictures of every item in the game. And I decided pretty early on, I ain't doing that shit. Cause there's like, there's like 200 weapons. And at one point I was taking 
every weapon I had, laying it on the ground, taking a picture. It just got really boring. And What's it's the purpose like, of it? Like, what do you get? You fill out it? like an album book and uh, maybe there's a reward. I mean, most of the rewards at the end of all of these things is pretty minimal. Like, like if you find all the caves, I have found enough caves to unlock every single reward there is except for a piece of fabric for your like paraglider thing. And if I want to unlock that piece of fabric, then I have to get all of the caves, which is like, I think there's, there's something like a hundred caves total and you get everything but the fabric with the first 50. So it's like, you're getting these 50 additional caves for like a minimal reward. So, I mean, that's, that's one of the problems Zelda has is it does not reward the player quite enough, but they do that intentionally too, because they don't want to incentivize somebody to feel like they need to find all the Korok seeds or find all the caves because they know that that would be kind of like a miserable experience to gate off this awesome reward at the end. So, I mean, it's tough to balance that. But. Do you know what you get in this game for all the Korok seeds? Because I know in uh, Breath of the Wild, you got like a piece of poop. So what do it's you get in this one? I, I don't know. I'm assuming it's the same thing. Maybe it's, again, another... The, the fabric for your paraglider seems to be a pretty popular reward for doing something that is very challenging so it could be that for getting all the korok seeds but there's uh there's no way i'm doing that so um yeah i mean i I do find enjoyment looking for them like i'm pretty much at the point to where i'm not getting rewarded for them anymore because i found enough of them to unlock all like the armor or not the armor but the uh your inventory um amount that you can have with like your bow and your shield and your swords um but it's fun searching for them but it, I, I do not think it would be fun to go way out of my way and look at a guide and try and find every single one anyway um spiral you want to give your number one uh just uh, an aside real quick on sifu uh this season of survivor there's a player his name is sifu Ooh. And um, I haven't played the game Sifu. I don't know much about it, but I feel like it probably is a guy you'd imagine him, a, a guy named Sifu to look like and act like, perhaps. <laughs> Brian, you watching this? I have not watched the last few seasons of Survivor, actually. Why not? Um, Survivor was something that I used to um, like make a ritual of it and watch it. And now I kind of like do that same ritual with the podcast editing, but I don't want to watch survivor at the same time because I wouldn't be able to give it that much attention. So I just kind of dropped it all together. Goose moved and ruined it. Yeah, we can blame goose. I'm good. Yeah. Goose, goose ruined survivor. We can <laughs> say that. Send me a picture of this guy spiral. I want to see what he looks like. I will. I'll send a picture of goose too, but um, this season of survivor is really fucking good. I haven't finished it yet. The season's already over. I'm just catching up on it, but it's really good, Brian. Ooh, I think you really like it. Is this 45? Really, yeah. Oh, it's, maybe maybe I'll just pick this one up. Nothing is good 45 either, then. It can't be good. It's Simpsons. It's, it's good. It's Simpsons good. ain't been good for a long time. <laughs> ain't nobody watching this shit anymore. You don't watch Simpsons? You Not do? In the last 10 years. I've heard it got better, actually. I can't do with the new modern art style of the Simpsons. Like that is the turnoff for me more than the jokes. I I think. So um, my number, my number one game, pretty obvious. I think the reason I bought a PlayStation five was for this game, final fantasy seven remake. 
Um, so I did 100%. I got the platinum on this game. I did the uh, intermission DLC. Did all the stuff there too as well. Got all the all the trophies. Really fun game. Like like Melbro mentioned, the combat's great. Which is turn based and action kind of mixed together. The graphics are fucking amazing. Best looking game I've ever played. Um, the character designs are amazing. The women look great. Dudes look good. <laughs> um, it's just a really great game. The boss fights are really intense. Uh, when you play on hard mode, it, it gets even more intense. <laughs> um, some of the trophies are really tough to get. Like they're almost, I compare them to like some like from software type of bosses where it seems so impossible to beat these bosses. Like I had to get guides, YouTube guides and game facts and things just to figure out a strategy to, to, to beat these bosses just to get the trophy. Um, even in the DLC, the one boss, there's, there's an optional boss called uh, Vice and he was the hardest boss in the whole entire game, including the main game. And uh, I had to get some tips on YouTube to defeat him. And when I finally did, I felt so accomplished. Um, but yeah, the game's amazing. The music's really good. Not the best, in my opinion, though, of all the games. I think 15 has the best music of all the games. Uh, but it was just a great, great game, great experience, great graphics again. And it was my intro to the PlayStation 5. So I've always, I, I hinted to this earlier, I've always been an Xbox guy since PS3. Three, like I bought a PS3, I wasn't impressed with it. Um, I felt like the online, the online wasn't as good as Xbox, how how its interface was. And I've just stuck with Xbox since. Never got the PS4. I bought the PS5 for Final Fantasy VII Remake. And looking back at it, I bought PS1 and PS2 are my favorite systems of all time. I bought those games just for Final Fantasy. And PS5 I bought because of Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I think now it's hard for me to even admit and say this, but I feel like I'm becoming a pony. Oh, shit. Sony pony. <laughs> Giddy up, boys. Another win for Sony. I, I think I've made a decision now that the PS5 is going to be my main system. And any any game that's on all on all, all, on all consoles, I want to play on PS5. And the only games I'm going to play on Xbox are going to be the exclusives. Um, they're going to have some good ones in the future, I think, with Bethesda and with... Um, the other acquisitions but i think from now on the ps5 is going to be my main system dark and... side we fucking did it baby <laughs> we did it <laughs> the one thing i'll say that uh xbox i feel still has an advantage of and something i like a lot is the achievements i feel like the achievements are better uh, better on the xbox the way the point system works the way you can compare what you've done on a monthly basis to your other friends on xbox but just the experience of the ps5 the graphics the interface the, the controller the game selection it's going to be my main system from now on and um a big reason of that for that is final fantasy 7 remake which is my number one game of 2023 all right melbro you want to round things out your number one game 2023 yeah man i get emotional talking about this game man it's it's fucking good so i talked about it on our last podcast street fighter 6 is fucking amazing. This is not a stretch to say. This is the best fighting game since the 90s. By far. It is that good. I never thought that I would get a fighting game that put me back in that space where I was like in the in arcade back in the 90s playing Tekken 2, playing Killer Instinct. This will make you feel that. It is that good. I'm not saying that if you're not a fighting game fan, this is the game that's going to convert you. But if you are a fighting game fan, this is would be the best fighting game you've played in the last 25 years. I guarantee you. It is that good. They do what everything it, right. 
what if I don't like to play online? Like even then that would it story mode is gonna cut it for me? Does it have a story mode? The story mode here isn't the best, but the actual fighting game, the actual mechanics of the game and, and the combat will do it for you. It's that fun. Just jumping into a match is fun, Brian. Just playing against the computer, playing online, fighting in this game is amazing. Uh, the combos, the colors, it's so vibrant, the sounds, um, the specials. And then the way that they make it so easy for newcomers to come into this game and feel welcome and feel like they have skills and not feel like weak and and, and useless is, is amazing. They, they, this was very, very um, innovative, the way that they make it easy for newcomers to jump into this game. If you have any thoughts of... Maybe, you know, you like in fighting games or something like that. Check this one out. This is the one that will, like, pull you in and make you say, oh, this shit is incredible. I promise you. I'm, I'm in at $20. How about that? <laughs> How does that sound? It's got to be. It's got to drop to 20 bucks. It will. It will. It's will. I'm it in will. at 20 bucks. Will and you buy what, it for me? Who are you talking to? Yes. Brian? Yeah, Brian will buy it for you. No, hell no. This ain't my hype train, man. You got to buy it for him. I bought you Gala, man. Enjoy that. <laughs> I have. <laughs> that shit's clean as hell. <laughs> All right. You don't um, want to fight me? Me and Smoothie having some good times in here, man. If you uh, want to jump in, yeah, come come have some fun, dude. Oh, yeah. I'll jump in with you and Smoothie have a good time. <laughs> did get some of these submissions so emil moose dark side unable to join us this evening well some of them could have joined us opted not to emil said he was going to play final fantasy 16 but that's okay uh did get submissions from those guys so i'm going to read those off here um dark side top five games he played in 2023 he said in no order so i ordered them for him in what i assumed (laughs) was his order number five he said remnant from the ashes ps4 same as Dark Souls, he got the Platinum with his bro, played through some of it with Matt. Don't know who Matt is, but he's made quite an impression on Dark That's Side. That's their friend. Still have one boss in the DLC to beat and play Remnant 2. So it, it seems like these games he likes playing for the multiplayer aspect, not necessarily because he loves the games, maybe. So that's why I put Remnant as number five. Maybe he would have ranked it higher. Um, number four, I assumed, was Dark Souls 3 and all of its DLC for the PS4 said got the platinum with my bro and played through it with Matt and some with Emil as well. Super fun game. Number three, Uncharted 2 Among Thieves. Um, I don't remember him talking about this I game. don't either, yeah. Um, but I, I know it, like, it came out like a decade ago, but when it did come out, it was like game of the year um, for a lot of places. But he said, surprised it took me this long to play it, but was very happy with the game. Have to play three and four this year. Yeah, so I, I assume he liked it better than those other trash games he mentioned because he yeah, has fun. Uh, number two, uh, Spider-Man 2 PS5. Triple A games don't get much better than this. It shows in every aspect of the game, whether it be gameplay, graphics, or storytelling. There's a reason it's a system seller. Super fun <laughs> game. Can't wait for DLC and Spider-Man 3. That for sure would have been his number one. 
I mean, I assumed his number one would have to be God of War Ragnarok plus oh, Valhalla PS5. Okay. Platinum, the game in February, the Valhalla dropped DLC dropped for free in December, and it's amazingly good. So glad this franchise has taken risks that have paid off. I don't know if I'd consider Ragnarok a risk <laughs> off of uh, well, Valhalla. I mean, like them turning that into a roguelike, and they, people are saying like this is one of the best roguelikes they've they've played in such a long time. Like comparing it to like Haiti, so. I got to check it out. My, my boy beat him ups, man. Wood, your boy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I have not played it. So what I say is meaningless. But it is it a risk to make a roguelike game where it's like, how can we take two hours of content and recycle it over and over and over again so we get 30 hours of playtime out of it? Let's make a roguelike out of it. Like, I know, I'm sure it's deeper than that. But to me, roguelikes aren't that appealing because you're playing the same shit over and over and over and over again. Oh, I love them, man. I feel like it's the genre where it, it makes you up your skill. And I, I love that feeling of like um, conquering shit, right? So nothing nothing feels better in a video game than when you get to the final boss and you feel almighty and powerful. That's what roguelikes do. And I love that feeling. You got to play Enter the Gungeon. I would like to uh, to see how you do it. Because that game was pretty damn hard. But I mean, yeah, maybe I you'd be better is. at it than I was. But it was, Probably it was not. <laughs> I will say it was satisfying to find. I mean, I you're not wrong. Um, it is satisfying to beat those games. But yeah, just a lot of times it's like, I don't know. Anyway, a discussion for another time. Moose's top five games. Number five, Mario Wonder. Number four, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Number three, Dark Souls 3. Number two, Dark Souls 1. And number one was Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, my new favorite game, he said. Wow. Like of all time? That's what that's, he said, my new favorite game. So I'm assuming he means of all time. Wow. So I yeah, got to play that. He really, after Elden Ring, it, it seems like that opened the gateway for a lot of you guys, Dark Side Moose, to uh, jump into the whole, you know, Souls. Dark Souls born franchise and uh, really enjoying it. Um, all right. And then Emil, Emil's top five. Number five, Final Fantasy 16. He said, I was expecting this to rank higher, but some of the other games I played this year just outdid it. Number four, he said, Tears of the Kingdom. I know I shit on it a lot, but once I started playing it, it was actually really fun. I can't wait to dive into it more. How come he hasn't said any of that in the group chat then? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, number three, he said, Boyfriend Dungeon. So he said, I wanted to, he said I wanted to get a jump start on our, our dating game, and it's not wow. what you think. Boyfriend Dungeon is actually a lot of fun. Um, number two, Pretty Boy's Mahjong Solitaire. He said, I've always enjoyed hmm. Mahjong a lot, um, but with the Pretty Boys added, I just couldn't get enough. <laughs> can you hold on? Can you pause right there? What, is, what does that mean? Pretty Boy's Mahjong um, Gangbang. What does that mean? So Mahjong Solitaire is where like you've got the Mahjong chips, and you're like doing the matching to like discard them. And there, there's a lot of games. Right. You, you never played that? No. Like on, on computer? <laughs> Anybody else know what I'm talking about? You just you need to yeah, clear yeah. the screen. You've got like a pile of the Mahjong tiles. Is that like... And what, uh, and what are pretty boys? What does that mean? That, he didn't go into a lot of detail, but you'd have to ask Emil on that one. Um, and then his number one game of 2023, he says, was Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator. So <laughs> he said... Is this a joke, dude? What he does said, I just, I just loved... This game, again, I wanted to jump into the dating theme for February, and I just fell in love with Dream Daddy. So 
That's Emil's what top five. Um, Dream daddy. It's like a sugar daddy or something. You're trying to I, find I don't, You'll have to talk to Emil about it. I don't really know. Um, no, I made all this shit up. Emil didn't submit shit, man. <laughs> I made all this up. He didn't submit nothing. I'm assuming Final Fantasy oh, 16 shit. is his number one, and he has nothing. I was else saying, like, oh, shit, Emil. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you guys were going to buy into it that hard. That was good. That was well, good. I was looking you at Boyfriend me. Dungeon to play for uh, the next theme. So <laughs> I thought you were talking about Dark Side, so that's why I believed it. <laughs> all right. Let's shift into. Uh, just real quick, if, if you guys have them available, if you do not have them available, that's fine. But all the three major consoles, Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox, they do this year-end review where you can see your stats. I mean, we tally our stats throughout the year, and we said those on the last episode. So some of these are probably not going to be a big you know, variance from that. Um, but uh, yeah, I will go ahead and kick off with mine. Um, so I played my PS5 for 90 hours this year. Um, I got a total of 132 trophies. Zero wow. of them were Platinums. And uh, my number one game was Rag- God of War Ragnarok with 30 hours. And then I uh, had Sifu, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory, Final Fantasy 16. And then my number five game was Hatsune Miku, Project Diva Future Tone, which is a rhythm game I've probably only talked about briefly on this podcast, but it has like a dress-up game that Cammy enjoys watching a lot. So it's a good balance of I get to play a rhythm game and then she gets to dress the characters up. And then, uh, yeah, for Nintendo Switch, I played a total of 19 games for 336 hours. Um, as expected, Tears of the Kingdom, my number one game, um, which, I mean, I'm pushing now about 200 hours into that. And then Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line, 29 hours. Tunic was 27 hours. And then Xbox, I thought I had turned my Xbox on, but it said, uh, we missed you this year. You didn't play anything. So I had nothing from Xbox. Darkside did share his, so I'm going to go through his real quick. He played his PS5 for 912 hours. And Remnant from the Ashes got 115 hours spent. And then his other five games were Dark, or other four games, Dark Souls 3, Dead Island Definitive Edition, God of War Ragnarok was number four, and then Dead Space Remake was number five. Um, he played 80 games total on PS5 for a total of 758 trophies, 15 Platinums. So he did pretty good for PS5. His Nintendo Switch, he had a total of seven games played for 16 hours. And uh, it seemed like those were all the uh, the Game Boy games, Super Nintendo games, and 64 games. Uh, and then he did play Legend of Zelda for eight hours was his number one game there. So yeah, any of you other guys have your uh, your year-end totals handy to share? Yeah, I can kick it off. So for Sony, it seems like I played 495 hours, um, with a lot of that being Final Fantasy 16 as my most played game this year. I spent a lot. My first game that I played this year was Res Infinite. And I'm trying to see how many total games I beat. 312 trophies, which is pretty good for me because I don't really pretty good. hunt a lot of trophies. I play 36 games this year on PlayStation. So, yeah, I know that stopped in like um, middle of December. So, I'm sure the times will be a little bit more now since I put a lot of time into Spider Man too. And then for Nintendo, I didn't play it a lot this year, surprisingly. Um, so, I played 32 games for 96 hours. 
Um, it seems like I spent the most time playing Kirby and the Forgotten Land for 14 hours and Slave the Survivor 14 hours, Tears of the Kingdom 12 hours. You going to jump into Tears more in 2024? Or what are you thinking there? I am. I want to. Yeah, I want to do right by you, man. I don't want to disappoint you anymore. I got I to make good on that. Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> going to play some Tears in 2024. Thank you. The backlog is just so big, man. It's like I it got is. Sekiro, Tears. There's just, a lot of shit to play. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Xbox. Um, I didn't. I didn't bother to see what my year review. I only played one game on Xbox this year, which was High Fire Rush. Great game, but I'm assuming it's probably just one game. No, I did play Vampire Survivors too. So maybe like two games. You know, twenty hours or so, something like that. All right, Spiral. You got your year end review stuff. I do. So uh, Nintendo Switch was ninety four hours. That was between Xenoblade and um, Link's Awakening. PS5, let's go to Xbox next, actually. Xbox was 106 hours uh, with, I can't remember how many games it was. Um, I didn't look at that very closely. But the number one game I played was Thronebreaker, um, that card game set in the Witcher universe. Mm. 106 hours with 117 achievements. And then the PS5 wait, was wait, two. You played that one game with 106 hours? No, there were some other games oh, okay, involved. Okay. But, That's uh, the Gwent game, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, there are other games involved, but the the number one game was Thronebreaker at 30, 36, something like that. Got it. And then the PS5 was 100, 249 hours um, with, of course, Remake being number one. And then also um, Death's Thor, Neon, Neon White, and Dead Space, and um, Mass Effect, which have been... Actually, Mass Effect was on Xbox, which I've been playing recently as well. And then Xbox... I'm sorry, did Xbox, PS5, 249 hours and 122 trophies. Um, so yeah, that was my year in review. It wasn't much as you guys was, but I had a pretty good even split, I feel like. But you can see where the PS5 is starting to take off compared yeah. to the other systems. That controller, man, it's so amazing. It is, it is, yeah. yeah. All right, Bash or Muff, you got your year-end review stuff? It's kind of a last-minute thing trying to look it up. I couldn't remember where to get those full added-up numbers, but I believe I'm probably about, uh, I'd say about 100 hours on Switch and say maybe about 150 on PS4 or PS5. You play Actually, combined between the two, because I, I got a PS5 about halfway through the year, I think, so I have to mix those together a little bit. Yeah, that's about all I got. Tears is probably the number one played. But you played anything else on Switch like significant this year besides Tears? Uh, like I said, I know I'm missing something, but uh, was Brotato on Switch? Yeah, that was about fifteen. But uh, there's something else big, but I'm just blanking on it. Musa gave me his cons. He said console stats. He said data is private, so. You can mask your gameplay time so other people cannot see it, which Moose does on PS5 and on the Switch. I don't know if he does it on Xbox or not. Um, Darkseid would probably know if he can spy on somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) I think he digs around. But he said, number one, Xbox, most played Dark Souls 2, Scholars of the First Sin. He said, worst of the Dark Souls games, but still excellent. And then he said, number two, most played was Steam Deck. He said the games most played on there was Days Gone and Mad Max. He said all bangers all the time. (laughs) And then number three, he said Switch. Most played game was Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. He said best Zelda game 
ever, maybe Ooh. after A Link to the Past. So the fact that, I mean, he loves A Link to the Past. So the fact that he would put it on the, the same level as that is pretty high accomplishment. He says, another win for nostalgia. Um, and then I, I sent him the links to the, uh, the, the year in review for Nintendo and Xbox to get the actual times. And uh, he declined to send that information. He just he just said, "Let everybody know that I played nothing on Sony." So that was uh, <laughs> that was his. He wanted that to be known, but yeah, the actual numbers on there uh, will remain a mystery. He doesn't like us watching them too closely, you know. <laughs> he does not like that. No, he does not. <laughs> All right, Muff, you got a uh, you got any of your stats ready? Yeah. Uh, Switch. Zero. Do you haven't touched it at all this year? No, I forgot I had one. We should do like a Animal Crossing Island visit part two or something. Mine got deleted. That's why we start over. No, I'm good. <laughs> unless unless you're bringing a new pandemic with it, I'm good. You want to go on to uh, Dark Side? There's not. I already did Dark Sides. There's nothing. Darkseid did not play Xbox. I'm sure he would want that to be known. So him and Moose, you know, their little feud they've got. Uh, refusing to play the competitor systems for 2023. Spyro, we didn't play anything online, the three of us together this year? I don't think so. That's fucked up. I will say this on the... Um, I, I really like the year in review stuff. Like, I think that's really neat that the companies do that. I will say Xbox's... Um, system or their experience is lacking i think when compared to playstation and switch like i just did that today look at all of them the switch is kind of neat you just kind of like scroll through your stuff playstation was neat as well and xbox is like wasn't as cool just another sign of me gaining that pony status shitting on xbox but uh, <laughs> i felt like xbox could do a little bit better with the way they present that information in 2023 you played Five games. What are you looking Sony at? You're looking at Xbox or something? I'm, 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 I'm reading PlayStation right now. Uh, I spent 424 hours playing Madden. Rip work. Jeez. And 332 hours Marvel's Midnight Suns. Damn. Enhanced Edition. That's that's the uh, that's the name of it. 95 hours, Final Fantasy 16. 9 hours, Baldur's Gate 3. You enjoying that so far, Ma? Oh, yeah. 1 hour, Sackboy. Was that our multiplayer session then? Yes, it was. Your gaming style, The Goat. Let's look at, let's look at what you got up to month by month. Game we, don't need the, to, we don't need to dive in month Mar- by month. Mar- <laughs> Another hour of this shit. Thanks, Muff. <laughs> you got any Xbox stats, Muff? Or? <laughs> so PlayStation just says, hey, Darkseid fucked you. Come back and play Riders Republic again. PlayStation fucked themselves. 861 hours playing PlayStation. 102 trophies I obtained this year. One platinum. Midnight Sounds, baby. Your social star. 
The Influencer. I broadcasted 34 hours of gameplay. What were you mostly putting on Twitch? Uh, Midnight Suns or um, the Final Fantasy? Uh, Midnight Suns. Uh, pretty sure I was uh, streaming a lot back then. Uh, yeah, I figured out my Nintendo password, but it only says I played two games for 67 hours, so I just think it's jacked up. What were the two games? Tears of the Kingdom or Brotato? Yeah, just both up 50 hours in Tears of the Kingdom and 16 in Brotato. I played a bunch of other shit, but yeah. While Muff is looking for his Xbox stuff, I will do a quick recap social media just to round things out. Send us an email, month at gmail.com. Send, send that a, bitch an email, bro. Yeah, send my lovely bitch ass, ass an email. month gmail.com. Give us an episode suggestion. Tell us how we're doing. Ask us a question, anything at all. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, if you want to follow what we're doing, go to beatofthemonth.com and you can see all of our upcoming episodes, all of our past episodes. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Beat of the Month, Facebook, Beat of the Month, Twitter, Beat of the Months. Um, we post stuff on social media, random pictures, let you know when new episodes drop, which is every other Tuesday. And buy some fresh gear. Hit that red banner at the top. Get yourself a chicken fucker hat. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Get all sorts of beat of the month swag. Chicken fucker hat is the latest edition. <laughs> that's just tight, too. <laughs> I was surprisingly, I, I uh, as a Christmas gift, I got Muff the chicken fucker hat. And it was surprisingly well made. Yes. I, it's uh, high quality. <laughs> Yeah, I saw somebody bought that. I was wondering, like, who actually bought this hat? What you mean, who actually? What would you do if you saw, like, you were at the grocery store and you saw somebody wearing the muff chicken fucker hat? What would you, what would you, would you like go say something to them or what would that no, interaction why? be like? Do you bother people at the store? If they're wearing, if they're wearing your chicken fucker hat, I think I would have to stop them and, act, and talk to them. It's not my chicken fucker hat if they're wearing it. You're designed. Yep. Yeah, hat. it's modeled after your. Uh... <laughs> your uh, infamous chicken fucker hat though you wouldn't stop and talk to him it depends they got titties yeah he has titties that's probably accurate actually. well then yeah <laughs> because I could run away not really I'd get gas walking up to him I'm screwed either way Muff wouldn't even seen him see him at all because he's got his VR hat VR on <laughs> walking so. around in the grocery <laughs> store with the VR hat, headset on Knocking over everything on the waist-high shelves. Knocking it to the floor. You get that reference, Brian? Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. You, were, you got that Xbox link working here, Muff? You're going to edit out the quiet time. I, I, I will, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, shit, my fucking... Hey. <laughs> I'm sorry. You gonna edit out Muff dying over here? Or what? <laughs> no, he'll leave that shit in. It's like, damn, we were close. Twenty twenty three highlight. Total time eight hundred twenty seven hours. Oh my god! <laughs> real man, fucking yeah, real work. Man work. <laughs> what? Is that a lot? Yeah, I think it is. Total games thirty two. Total gamer score two sixty. <laughs> so <laughs> 900 hours we got 260 games <laughs> total achievements 9 
rewards right. points, 2,874. Top, <coughs> top gameplay month, August. Top generis you've played. What was the seven. game? People care about the game. People don't care about the month and the genre and shit. <laughs> they want to know what game you've been playing, man. Generis. That's what I was about to get to. I'd already been had said something. You know, I'm interrupting. Madden, Call of Duty, Evile. So wait, Madden. You, you play Madden on Xbox and PlayStation? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why do you buy it twice? I didn't. Oh, these are different versions, different years. Yeah. <laughs> so upstairs. You work, why upstairs. do you play the old Madden if you got the new Madden? One's upstairs, one's downstairs. We'll go downstairs. I, I, yeah, that's where PlayStation Madden. Hmm. Now downstairs is Xbox Madden too. I'm trying to read games played, and it just keeps scrolling. So can I get just get a list? Well, I think you just rattled them off, right? You got Madden, you got Call of Duty. That that satisfies me for <laughs> for your Xbox list, I think, right? Madden, <coughs> Madden twenty one, number two game. Uh, let's build a zoo. Your number, number two game played is Let's Build a Zoo. Ninety eight hours. You've never talked about that game <laughs> on here. What is that? You build a zoo. Is that like a zoo simulator? Like a zoo building simulator game? Okay. Is it fun? Yes. Tell us about it. What are you doing there? <laughs> so, you ever played Roller Coaster Tycoon? Yeah. yeah. It's nothing like that. This is zoo. You build a zoo. Try to are get bitches chicken, to come. They, Why do you want chickens? to build a zoo? Is it fun? <laughs> it's a fun game, yeah. He spells a chicken zoo. <laughs> he just fills it with chickens. Just him and chickens. <laughs> Got that VR headset on afterwards. <laughs> fucking going to town. Dreaming about chickens. How do you build a successful zoo? What's the, what's the key? You get animals. Make walls. Have a hot dog stand. Snow cone stand. You got to train the animals and shit? and. Nah, you hire bitches, take care of shit. And they moody too. So you could have people that are like good worker, but they got no like uh desire or no motivation. And then you got people that are really motivated, just dumb as fuck. So you have to like fire people and shit until you find the good ones to make you money. Well, if you got a whole another life, man, spend a hundred hours playing these zoo games. We never I didn't know this side about you. Did you ask? Yeah, we ask every fucking episode, what have you been playing? <laughs> every, literally every episode, that's all this podcast is about. What have you been playing? You never mentioned this zoo game once. And you say, did you ask? <laughs> did you ask? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? There's a lot of games on here that says I play, but it, it won't show me. It just... <laughs> well, if you're one of a kind, man. <laughs> All right, I think this is going to do it for the year-end wrap-up, Beat of the Month 2023. You're going to be listening to this in 2024, but it's our wrap-up of 2023. We already did the social media stuff. Dark Side's not here. Like Thanks. and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next episode with just 
random bullshit that we've been playing. No theme, just anything goes. Beat of the Month podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Yeah, I got my PlayStation numbers, 46 hours. RoboCop, 16 hours. Dead Space, 15 hours. Resident Evil, 10 hours. That's better. RoboCop. Yeah, well, that got my attention, too. RoboCop did not make the top five. Uh, it's all right. It's fun, but yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, That's for listening. Beating my There's games that are fun, but it doesn't mean it's going to be a top. Yeah. Sometimes you're at bottom. Peace out. <laughs>